0: I like my sex life. I mm. like
1: my body. Mm. Like, I it's terrible because you feel quite
0: vain. Yeah, and then uh, I do mean, It's like so violating to have this thing come out yes. of my vagina, and I'm like, yes. <laughs> and it's so impractical. My vagina is so small. Yes. The thing is so big. Yes. Well, you know, I
1: have. I, I have to say to my friends who are not, who haven't got partners. You yeah. I'm so fine. I'm maybe a little one. Yeah, a little one. Um, look at the man's head, because that's what you'll be pushing out. <laughs>
0: Hi everyone, I'm Sarah and you're listening to another episode of Better In Bed, the podcast where we talk about everyone's favorite activity, sex, and how we can all get better at it or get more of it, as the case may be for some people with kids. I've talked to a lot of people with kids in my research this week for our topic of discussion today, which is the truth about sex after kids. So why did I choose sex after kids as a topic? I think this is pretty interesting because I don't have kids and Jai, you don't have kids Not either. That I know of. <laughs> and at this point of life I can actually safely say I don't want or plan on having any kids um, not for the lack of people trying to impregnate me but <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just a, a choice right now and I mean there's a lot of reasons for why I don't want to have kids which I am not going to go into for this show but one of the reasons is that I have this perception that the start of kids equals the end of sex And I'm not sure if I'm right or wrong in thinking about this, but for someone who's quite happy with her sex life and her body, I mean, the thought of, you know, these little humans coming along and just irreparably changing and ruining that, (laughs) it's, it's very intimidating. And I've talked to quite a few of my friends with kids, and they told me, yes we still do have sex but it's different and when i say how different is it they tell me okay well it's um quicker it's less spontaneous it sounds like it's a lot warmer because for some reason i have uh this couple who i talk to who always do it under the duvet because they don't want (laughs) they don't want um any instances of having their kid walk in on them And it feels very sort of sanitized, like there's always sort of Peppa Pig playing in the background. And I was like, no, not good. Not, Not very sexy. So from my perspective, what I really wanted to get out of this episode is help me understand this whole landscape of sex after kids. And also, I mean, maybe I'm just looking for a little bit of hope just in case the day comes along where I do have kids, then... I want to know what I'm up against and I want to know what are some survival strategies that I can put in place um, to help me overcome this. Um, But also for a lot of our listeners and also my friends who have so generously contributed their stories and experiences um, to this episode, thank you. But I think what I'm finding from most of the conversations I'm having is that people also want to be inspired, right? They want some sort of sexy date night inspiration. They want to hear from someone who's actually being able to say, yeah, no, I, I still have a really se- active sex life, and I still love my sex life after kids, which is why I wanted to introduce who else we have in the studio today. So, Zosh, do you want to say... <laughs> something really quick about yourself sure so I uh, am almost
1: 45 that's a bit scary Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I still think of myself as 25 Um, and I have got um, a great husband and I've got two kids and they are nine and seven so I'm uh, you know I've, I've had kids for a while yeah and I've been able to go through quite an interesting journey I think because initially I didn't want children I never wanted children luckily when I met my husband he was right into kids um and I mean we we had a really we dated for a long time and actually when he proposed to me I was was like oh marriage no I'm not getting married I'm not a married woman and uh and even my mum will vouch for that. Apparently, I came home from school one time saying, I want to be an unmarried mother. She
2: just said
1: to me, right, great, fantastic. Well, that, at, at some point, right, exactly. <laughs> but so we, and I think we had a lot of time connecting with each other sexually yeah. before children. And so we explored a lot um, before I even wanted children or even the concept of children. So I think we had years and years of... Getting to know each other and and loving each other sexually and a very yeah. active sexual sexual life. Uh, my big thing about having kids was I still remember saying to one of my girlfriends, "Oh, I mean, I'm I'm going to have stretch marks. My boobs are going to go, and the whole lot. and I think because I I identified myself with having good body. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. in the fitness industry and uh, people would always say to me, "Oh, you've got such a great body." So in your head, it's like, "Oh, I'm going to lose my body if I have children." Yeah. Uh, so I won't have any sex, <laughs> and I'm losing my body. And I remember saying to a girlfriend of mine, "Oh my gosh, imagine the stomach after the baby! Like, what will it look like?" <laughs> she said to me, "I don't think you're ready to have a baby. I think you just carry on with your, you know." Okay. So
0: we that's got- how I feel. Like, and, exactly, a- and I feel so selfish saying that. No, no, that. but you,
1: I think you have to be there because I think as life goes on, and, and it's not for everybody, right? I think yeah. at some point, I, you know, I had this amazing time with my husband and, uh, and with my friends and partying and all of that. And at some point it just, actually it was a friend of mine who I thought, one of my great friends, sexy girl, great, act sex, great active sex life. <laughs> <laughs> and she had a baby and I was like, oh my gosh, you're pregnant. Oh no, what are you doing? And then when she was through her pregnancy, she looked amazing. And then after the baby, she looked great. And, she, and wow. so she was my role model yeah. at that time. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? If you, She said to me, I, if I can do it, you can do it too. Oh, so okay. I thought, okay, I, you know, whatever. So then I, uh, and even during my, preg- I surprised myself because I felt better pregnant. I felt sexier pregnant really? than I did before. Yeah, It was, I, I would never yeah. have believed that. If you had said that to me, when I was twenty-five, I'm like, oh, whatever, you're making it up. But I did. I felt really because it was the first time that all my body issues had gone. Okay. Because I was actually looking after what was inside me instead yeah. of continually yeah. worrying about my ass is too big or I don't
0: like this or whatever, whatever, you know. And so, um, and you were lucky as well because you had a partner who also found that sexy. Correct. Like found the pregnant woman sexy. Correct. Yeah. Correct.
1: And and. But I also was very conscious of not losing myself in pregnancy. So a lot of clients I had who just gorged themselves out and just lost, became these, you know, and and sometimes you can't help it, right? Yeah. Through pregnancy. So that was always at the back of my mind. And I think with um, my son, being pregnant with my son, I must've been the testosterone, but I was on fire. I mean, I still had great sex, pregnant Yeah, <laughs> it was so weird yeah. and and it's only until I got bigger yeah. that then it became a little bit weird <laughs> but <laughs> but is, that, is that
3: more logistics more than anything it, else totally
1: yeah. totally because yeah. Totally. actually there's a, an interesting thing when you're pregnant that you because you've got so many hormones in you that you yeah. are you know you deserve, so you're more horny yeah, yeah. T- totally I've totally. heard that yeah. And your boobs are bigger. It, I was like, yeah. oh my gosh,
0: it's <laughs> <this is> fabulous.
3: <laughs> so what, what was the turning point? Like what convinced you that everything would be okay to go ahead and have kids?
1: Uh, I don't think it did. I think I just felt pregnant. I didn't know. We were still having fantastic sex and... Uh, I still remember we were away. Oh, I, yeah, I know. I know exactly where where my son was conceived. <laughs> I know Exactly where. We're in Poland, actually. <laughs> back to my home country. Yeah. Must have been all the, the spirits there going. You've come back to the motherland. we we'll yeah, impregnate pregnant. Yeah. You. Um, and but I've got to say that when I found out I was pregnant, I had a mini heart attack. Yeah, I, I just thought, oh, how is this happening? How, how did this happen? I'm like, oh. Go with it. Just go with it. It'll be okay. <laughs> How be long okay. did it
3: last? The anxiety, or does it really never go away? Uh,
1: you know, I actually the anxiety <clears throat> just transferred from not feeling. I think with with my son, I felt so fantastic. Yeah. That I it was only until I got to sort of a little bit bigger that then I w- I felt cumbersome. Yeah. And when I hurt, I you know went to a yoga class and I overstretched and then I was in a little bit of pain. So then things started getting a little bit where. And I think also your partner, I mean, my husband was, at some point he said to me, it's a bit weird because I feel like I'm going to hurt the baby. Yeah. You know, when you're having walker yeah, your sex. Yeah, I know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I've heard that, like, give the baby a black eye. Yeah, there's a great By, line but Knocked yeah. Up about that.
2: Too. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's little
1: moments. I mean, you know, I think... When you sort of say how how do you keep your your sex life spruced up in general? It's it's being able to not get too caught up in exactly what's happening. So you know, when you're really huge and you think, oh my gosh, I'm this heifer yeah. having this weird position <laughs> sex, what am I doing? So don't allow yourself to get lost in it. Yeah, don't yeah. think too much about it. And mm. I think that's why. You know, it's great when you're a bit drunk or whatever because you your inhibitions go. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, so well, yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. So keep I keep going. We're loving this. I mean, I think <laughs> the interesting thing was then. Um, it would have been that's right. So then, then you have the baby, and I, I sort of it was a I, I, the anxiety drive when you say when when did I that anxiety sort of go or actually I got anxious at about thirty weeks where really? I thought. Mm how the hell am I going to get this thing out? Yeah. Because I, I sort of carried on like I wasn't pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> Still did everything. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and then I oh, I need to get this thing out of my stomach. <laughs> and then I freaked and yeah. I yeah. thought, panicked. Yeah. And that's yeah. when I went to alternative stuff and I went into hypnobirthing and whatever. Yeah. really. Re- I had to get my brain. I thought, and I thought I can't have drugs because I mean... I don't wanna scare you off, but just little things <laughs> where little things to me where I, the vagina had to be intact. I was yes. nervous. Okay. I was like, oh no. <laughs> but the great thing is, is from that experience, because I've I really researched it. Yeah. I'm a little bit of a nerd when it comes to things like that. I, was yeah. like, right, I need to know everything about it. Yeah. Um I had this amazing midwife and she said to me. Don't stress. It'll be all okay. Okay. And being a fitness person, I knew the importance of pelvic floor. And I thought, yep. like, this is a muscle. i got to keep yeah. it really tight. The yeah. problem was, of course, then when I went to give birth, the doctor says to me, your pelvic floor is so tight. It's so tight, yeah. And I said, okay.
0: I mean, that's a separate episode that we really want to do, which mm. is sex and fitness, mm. because mm. I don't think there's enough awareness about the importance of the pelvic floor for both women and men, oh, yeah, by the totally, way. totally, totally, yeah. totally. I, mean, I could talk about that for hours, but... So, Zosh, from what you're saying, it sounds like this idea of the start of kids equals the end of sex is not really true. I,
1: I think when you have the children, when you have them, particularly babies, let's say immediately after you've had babies, there's definitely, you don't, you have a time where the concept, I think, because suddenly you've gone from being this sexual. Sexy being... And, and I always say, it, when when I was pregnant, I was like, oh my God, this is goddess. And then I give birth and I think, yeah. well, what
0: the hell? Yeah. What happened? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Now the hormones are out of whack now.
1: They're really out of whack. Yeah. Well, I mean, some women do say that they're very horny after giving mm. birth. Really straight after. Straight after. That uh, was not my yeah. impression. I can I got The opposite. Yeah. That just was not on my list. Yeah. It uh, just was... Uh, I mean... I think also, um, you know, for, for whatever, whichever way you give birth, doesn't matter. It's painful, right, yeah. the afterwards. So, yeah. you, I mean, because
0: <laughs> I don't I don't want, to, I don't want to, but literally, but the thing is. Why well, Sarah what? subs quietly. Like, Sarah. oh my God.
1: <laughs> oh God. And okay. a, a client, I said to a client that I was going to, you know, talk about sex and kids and Babies, and she went. Don't tell them the real thing. Don't <laughs> tell them exactly what happens. And no, said, tell
0: us, tell said, us. We need to know. Do you know, I mean, little yeah. things
1: like where, you know, because I had a really tight pelvic floor. Yeah. So my poor child, I kept pulling him up and down. Oh <laughs> it was God, horrible. Squeezing so his yeah, head. He had like a full cone head when he came out. <laughs> and at one point, the doctor said to me, uh, "You need to relax your pelvic floor." I said, "Oh, well, how do I do that?" He said, "I don't know." I'm not the Pilates teacher, you are. <laughs> I was like, oh, rude. And then, but it was, what was amazing, I think because I was sexual before yep. and I was connected to my body and I was connected sexually, that I, um,
3: <laughs> that I. Sorry, my cat's come to say hello again.
1: <laughs> She's very interested. Um, that I think I then, through the birth, knew what to do. Right. Whilst I've had clients where I think, how the hell do you have sex if you don't know how do uh, you I mean like i think my god what kind of sex life did you have before yeah. if you don't if you don't want to talk about giving birth and all those things yeah. i think i'm very open about that yeah. um, so for a lot of women i think it would be a rude shock yeah because you're not connected anyway and so then you have this baby and you think oh no and then they sort of ignore it yeah. yeah yeah whilst i was like no way jose i am right what's happening here
3: <laughs> so why don't we do it this way why don't we let's go week by week afterwards mm. i think that would be really interesting okay. so okay. so you've just given uh let's, let's do the first baby let's <laughs> just given birth to your son okay uh yeah. so week one what's what's the situation like?
1: okay so i felt like someone had kicked me up the ass <laughs> i was like oh my god because i it taken so long for him to come out so yeah. i couldn't even sit i was like so you know if if my husband had said to me, can we have sex the first week? Uh, yeah. It's not possible. I mean, I'm in so much pain yeah. that it's just a no. But, you know, the thing is, I think humour really, like, I'm all about making a joke of things mm-hmm. and making things, I'm like laughing at myself. Yeah, keeping so, it light. Keeping it light. Yeah. So, yeah. for example, you know, in a hospital and it's all good and baby's screaming and, and at times <laughs> I'm sort of looking and thinking, is that my baby? <laughs> <laughs> how, how did you get here? <laughs> And then just taking, you know, making light 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 of it. And then, for example, the milk comes in, and you have. I mean, literally, I was. I remember yep. my husband coming in. I said, "Pammy Anderson's here. <laughs> like, I don't know if you want to put your head in it or something. Like this is the time. If you're gonna do it because they'll probably go. And then it's tricky because you're feeding this child. Yeah. And, and yeah. also the other thing that I never wanted to do. I never wanted to breastfeed because I thought. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to lose my boobs yeah. or I've heard hor- horrible stories. Yeah. And I've had clients who've had elect- elected to not um, oh, okay. nurse purely for that because they've right. got great right. boobs and they don't want the baby to ruin it. And that was me before. Oh, that'll be me. I'm not going to breastfeed. I bought formula and it was in the cupboard ready. I <laughs> something happened. Like yeah. After that baby was born, I just went into this earth mother. I didn't yeah. even know she existed. She yeah. came out and was like... Oh,
0: Okay, I'm breastfeeding. Aww. I don't even know what
1: I'm doing. <laughs> and, then, and and
0: your boobs look great, by the way. Yeah, it's gr- so really good camouflage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, uh,
1: so things like that. And, and you know, I, I still remember one of my gay friends coming over one time and I was breastfeeding and uh, <laughs> was
2: changing the
1: baby from one nipple to the other. There's was so much milk. My boobs were so gorgeous And that... The milk just came like a constant flow and hit him in the head. <laughs> and he just said to me, "Do you realize that your milk is like literally spurting at my face? Yeah. Like, do you want to touch the boobs? Like, please, please." So he's like, "You're not well." <laughs> so week one, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. it's not going to happen. Week.
0: So, so when does it?
1: So you start do,
0: beginning I mean, to happen, or, or at least just mentally. concept, on yeah. It, yeah.
1: I mean, you do. I mean, I straight away, all I could think of was. Will I ever have sex again? <laughs> <laughs> Literally. I mean, I, yeah. I, I was thinking to myself, I really hope things repair. And I was doing pelvic floor straight away. I was like, yeah. right, people, we are you know, pulling it up. Let's go. Getting <laughs> back to the gym. Getting it back in yeah. and walking straight away. I walked straight away to try and get. And also, I was very much about feeling good about myself. Mm. So, I mean, I'm not going to say that I starved myself and did it because I, I didn't, but yeah. I had to feel good. Yeah. happy with myself sure. yeah. and, and if I didn't then I probably wouldn't be able to have sex sure. because yeah. that's just my that's what I connect with um and so will you have a six-week check with your doctor yep. yeah and so my husband kept saying to me so when can I come back here I mean he <laughs> was pretty yeah I think that helped yeah and also didn't if that makes sense sometimes you think I, am I allowed to swear? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I swear. I'm, saying, I'm like, you fucking kidding me? Like, you fucking got me pregnant. And now all you want to do, is fucking get back in. Yeah. Ah, this is all your yeah. fault. Look it's what you've done to me. <laughs> but on the other hand, because my husband's so nice and so loving, this is where, you know, that makes a big difference because mm. I could sort of say the shop is closed, babe. I will tell you when we reopen for business, but at the moment uh, we're just, we're doing stock tech. So that's six week check.
3: so still no sex up until that six weeks.
1: Not for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me tell you a great story. One of my good friends. (laughs) (laughs) So this is, we we had very similar uh, kids, similar ages and uh, I think maybe my baby was two, uh, my son was two and we went to have like, she just had a baby. I Mm. think he was eight weeks. Maybe not. Maybe he was six weeks. Yeah, I think maybe he was six weeks. Anyhow, we sat down to lunch, and I said, "How's it all going?" And then she said, "I've got something to tell you." And I'm thinking (laughs) she's going to tell me about a job, and she said, "I'm pregnant." Okay. With a six-week-old baby, and I looked at her, (gasps) and I screamed. I screamed in (gasps) the restaurant. I put my hands in my 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 head in my hands and screamed. Oh my god!
2: Oh my god! that's
1: just (laughs) horrendous. Yeah. And then I just looked at her and went. Oh, my God, you had sex? Yeah. You had sex? Right after. Before, before you had the doctor check yeah. and and you felt horny? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm impressed. And she said it was just one night. I'm like, yeah, yeah but still, I'm impressed with you. Yeah. That you, uh, yeah, that you let him in. Good on you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So Amazing. Wh- so, so, and then, and. But then, of course, but then, you know, then they didn't have sex for like two or three years. So, do you know, this, because of course, what they, happened on that one they night? had Irish twins, right? Oh, so you've got okay. two kids that are so super close. I mean, you're pregnant. Yeah. And you're breastfeeding. Ew. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, and then, so then, then there's that other factor where, yeah. so I think we, yeah, at six weeks, I went to the doctor uh, I had a few complications, hmm. so I had to go and get a DNC. And okay. um, so that stopped proceedings for a little bit, and it was you know, a bit scary for a couple of weeks. Uh, and then after all of that had sort of died down, I think it was probably 10 weeks. Right.
3: Okay. 10 weeks. And yeah. what, was, what was like the, the emotional and physical response in that 10th week?
1: Very tricky. I, I've got to say, the first time you have sex after having a baby, uh, it's not great. Like, it's just, I think because for me, it was my headspace. Mm-hmm. I had to be in the right headspace. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that I was, of course, I was tired. But it's a, you, again, you can't get too cerebral about it. Yeah. I think girls just don't think about it Yeah. too yeah. much. Because if you think, then you can distract yourself from, from being yeah. sexy again. Um, so it was, yeah, mm. it wasn't great. But then it was like, oh, my God, I did it. Yeah. Okay. Good. I can still do it. Back on the wagon. Back on the wagon. And the yep. great thing was, because I also was concerned for my husband, because I thought,
2: yep. Have I stretched everything? <laughs> <laughs> and then actually, because it, you know, we
1: always talk about women, and I think it's quite interesting for the man, because I think it would be, you know, you've got this fantastic tight vagina that you're working with, and yeah. then suddenly, imagine if it doesn't feel the same. Yeah. Yeah. And then what yeah. do you say to your partner? I mean. Or what do you do? I don't know, I don't know. It's tricky, it tricky, is yeah. tricky. So yeah, girls, you gotta do your pelvic floor. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, when I was doing my research on this, um, you know, I, I had one of the stories that was submitted by one of my friends. Like she talked exactly about what you said. It, it's not just the physical demands, mm-hmm of the actual birth and breastfeeding but it's just also this idea mentally and emotionally that things are constantly being taken away from your body yeah. especially when you're breastfeeding right yeah. and then for the few precious moments you have to yourself the last thing you want to do is really open your body mm. to somebody else it's like this primal protection instinct it just mm. kicks in and mm. it says no like you need to protect your body mm. for yourself yeah mm. wow well, yeah really I think, so cool. and i think I think the other thing is that you I had the feeling that
1: someone was always at me it wasn't right. that I was giving out I had baby on the boob here here and then you've got a <laughs> husband here and it's like yeah I feel like I'm just this thing that people just want to have a go at yeah, yeah. just like from. Oh, right, yeah. yeah yeah and yeah. so but that's re- you got to reframe the brain you've got to sort of because otherwise you can go down a very terrible spiral of thinking that you're and your husband actually Loves you, or your partner yeah. loves you, and they just want to show their love, mm-hmm. or maybe just get mm-hmm. you know, get off. it's been ten weeks. I'm sorry, but I, I think that's what's helped us is that whenever I sort of get into and there's, de- I mean, I, I don't want to paint the picture that you know I'm this that I had sex all the time or whatever. There's definitely times that I would be uh, I can't do it. Yeah, yeah, I'm too tired. I can't, and also being tired. There's something about it. When you are that tired, it's very hard to give,
0: sexually, yeah. I yeah. find.
1: Yeah. Very hard to give. So I think, uh, you know, we used to have great morning sex. I mean, that we don't do morning sex okay. unless we're away somewhere. Yeah. Because morning is, my children just pound in yeah. to the door. Yeah. And, but morning sex is great because you've just woken up, right? Yeah. So you're not tired. And so that's fantastic. But sometimes at night, you know, you've... Particularly when you've had just had babies tired. and you've fed. Yeah. And you fed... I mean, I was feeding like eight times a day. Eight times a day, really? Eight times a day. I mean, yeah. I've got great healthy kids. Yeah. I've breastfed for 12 months too, both of them. Wow, for yeah. someone so- with
0: formula straight out the shelf. <laughs> Isn't it weird? Sorry,
3: just for naive men like me. how long? What's the average breastfeeding time?
1: They say for to achieve the benefits, six months. Mm. Okay. All the benefits of breastfeeding. But you know mm. what? I mean, look... I just think the most important thing a baby needs is love, right? So, whether you breastfeed or you don't, well, that's another topic. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a little a little. yeah. yeah. <laughs> we won't get into that. Um, but I've, that was surprising. Mm. For And weirdly enough, when the baby didn't want to breastfeed, I was like, oh, that's a bit sad.
3: Thought, yeah. Who am I? It's a big connection thing, right? That's Very what I've always heard. Very big
1: connection. Mm. But then also, there comes a point, and, I, and look, everyone's different, but I also wanted my body back. And yeah. by breast, when I was breastfeeding, I didn't, still wasn't down to my, what I felt my fighting weight. I didn't yeah. feel like yeah. my, okay, I'm back. I on. feel good. Yeah. I feel good, and it's difficult to say that to my clients because I know they want their bodies back straight away and they want mm-hmm. to feel fabulous. Mm-hmm. And I say it's just a choice. I'm happy. I've got a long life ahead of me. I'm happy to give up 12 months. I'm okay. And actually, I think <clears throat> because I trust my body, yeah, I trust myself and I'm disciplined that then once that happens, once I'm done with the feeding, then I go, right, now I'm really on it. I'm yeah. going to work hard and be... Oh, I still remember um, the the lady that we had helping us, she would make me these big breakfasts and big dinners, and after I stopped breastfeeding, I just... I, I didn't need to eat so much. She said, what's happened?
2: And I said, this isn't <laughs> what
1: I normally eat. Yeah. Before, I was feeding a child. <laughs> and then, but then it dropped so quickly. My really? weight, literally, the minute I stopped breastfeeding, I, it's like... Whoosh, dropped very quickly the and pain. then I and then I felt really good. Yeah. Then I was like, oh my God, I'm back. Particularly yeah. after first baby, my stomach felt but I worked at it. Yeah I, and I and it was really important to me because mm-hmm. that's how I felt sexual. Yeah. Other women might feel more sexual being more voluptuous. Yeah. Whatever yeah. it is. That's fine. Whatever it is, you've got to find that again. Go, where do I find me? Yeah. And I think when kids are sleeping in your bed or babies are crying and they're not sleeping I mean again I was very militant in I need to get this baby sleeping this is my number one thing because sleeps really important to me yeah and the time with my husband's really important because if I don't have a connection with him then these kids are not going to have anything yeah. so I was very strict about getting the kids to sleep in their own beds and okay. yeah so even
0: from a very very young age because um I also had a question from uh, a woman who says, ever since the baby's born, we sleep with him in the same room. Mm. Um, And we find it difficult to have sex with him there, Mm. even Mm. though he doesn't know what's going on. I know some couples can do it, but we find it weird. It's like we've entered into a new kind of threesome, but with someone in diapers. So, (laughs) I mean, Sarah, (laughs) I cannot (laughs) even...
1: It just wouldn't happen. I just you, wouldn't you climax wouldn't. with a baby in the bed. So you would put baby oh, asleep somewhere else? Yes. Yes.
2: yes.
1: <laughs> That's my sacred time. I mean, I that might yeah. sound really selfish. Yeah. Uh, but I give a lot to my kids. Like I yeah. am I'm 250%. Yeah. yeah. For somebody who didn't want children, Yeah. I don't know what happened. <laughs> and so I give my kids so much. Mm. So at sleep... It's really important, and my children know, I've trained them, I've literally, they know to not yeah, come badgering or whatever, but actually as a baby, so yes, <clears throat> I held them a lot, Yeah, and I still remember the lady who was helping me with the baby, I said to her at 10 weeks, you know, okay, we're not going to teach this baby how to sleep, she said. Are you kidding? Me? <laughs> nope. And she goes, what do you mean? We're going to put it down in the cot and uh, pat it and walk away. She went, That's sleep. sleep. <laughs> I mean, I tried so many things. <laughs> okay. Just to make, and, and I worked. So what worked? What, what worked? <clears throat> I mean, everything. I, I, de- I patted. I had three days of the baby screaming and me patting and screaming and patting, screaming and patting, standing at the door. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything to get that baby to sleep. And then, you know, music or whatever. Mm. I mean, I have two children, and, and maybe I'm just lucky, but I had two children who go to bed and they wake up at whatever time, six or whatever. And it, of course, they woke up through the nights, but I was very strict in not having them in the bed. And but it didn't mean that I, you know, they're st- so lovely, the kids, and and I, yeah, I, I think I mean, my daughter, she had uh, she had reflux, so I had her next to me. For a period of time, and then I moved, and then I moved them together so they had togetherness together, but not in the bed. I mean, now yeah. as they're older, when Dad goes away, the first thing they want to do is sleep with me, and I love it because I, I love cuddling them, and yeah. oh my god, it's so great. And then when Dad's yeah. back, I say to everybody, Dad's back, everybody out. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I think that you need to still show your partner affection. So if you have kids in the bed, it means that you're never giving your partner 100%. And I think, as a mother, you are always wanted. And I think the dad, you know, he needs to feel that he's still desired.
3: Yeah, and I think that's something that's that's come up a lot is... Uh, with relationships and having children is so that you and your husband still have a relationship that is yours. Absolutely. It doesn't, you know, and, and that will change, of course, with children, but it's important that it's acknowledged, it's prioritized, et cetera. Exactly. And if your bedroom is kind of like your only sacred space in the house yes. because there's Lego and shit streaming through every other room in the totally, house. Totally,
1: totally. Yeah. I won't have it in the bedroom. I just won't have any toys. I mean, I laugh when, when my husband goes away because... You can tell there's kids. Like there's like table. There's stuff. There's stuffed
0: toys. There's whatever. And then yeah. I ship it out. Everyone out. Let's go. Go back to the rooms. <laughs> yeah. Um, and on the topic of kids, because I think lack of privacy is a huge mm. sex blocker, huge totally. issue for a lot of couples. Yeah. Totally. And carving sort of that sacred space where it's just the two of you is so important. But I do have one question, which I I think (laughs) also came up as part of my research. What would you say, if your kids actually walked in on you having sex, like caught you in the act? I mean, it's a disaster. (laughs) I I don't
1: don't even, I I haven't even rehearsed it because I don't want it to ever happen. And actually I'm nervous because they're still young. So I don't think, I mean, my son would definitely be, okay, what's going on? But I think as they get older, I'm really worried about them being teenagers and maybe they just will stay in their own little caves and they'll be masturbating or whatever. I don't know. I
2: don't know. <laughs> in their masturbation caves. In their caves. Masturbation,
3: masturbation caves. I can just imagine you put an extension in your house. Children, this is the masturbation cave. Um, if you've got to masturbate, put a just tie on about the door. That's <laughs> my genius. No, it's yeah. awful. <laughs>
1: Because I'm, I keep thinking Oh my gosh When they're teenagers They'll know what's going on They will But they but have then they've the got internet their, the, I know they have the internet <laughs> I know they have the internet Which is so t- terrifying But I do think uh, If uh, Yeah I don't know If they walked in It would be not good Because <laughs> I've kept This wonderful facade Of being this wonderful mother And you know Yeah They'd be horrified. (laughs) Even things, if you need assistance or whatever, you've got to make sure those things are hidden away so that you don't... You I mean, look, at one point you have to... Yeah, I don't know what i do. I I still haven't...
3: (laughs) I've never seen you look so nervous before. I'm so nervous. (laughs) I mean, I
1: would be nervous. (laughs) Yeah. Because I think I've painted a really nice picture of myself and they would be horrified. (laughs) Mum! But no, I legs it. over your head. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? You told me well, uh, I think what I might try and do is just pretend that dad's throttling me.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little strategies,
1: are, I always lock the door. Mm. Um, and when you're, you know, choosing apartments, you choose the bedroom as far away. I mean, Sam, that sounds horrible, doesn't it? Yeah. You can't, you know, you can't, wherever we've lived, the bedrooms are right next door.
0: Yeah. Um, But... I, I also had another sort of survival strategy that was submitted by um, one of our listeners. And they said, actually, this idea of sneaking around, uh, you know, not being caught by the kids can also be kind of sexy, right? Totally. Yeah, so totally, make that, totally. You know, turn yeah. that frown yes. upside down and make it a plus, Correct. right? You know, try to find like secret spots in the house near the laundry room, you know, yeah. on top of the washer. Yeah. I mean, to, that, yeah. to be
1: honest with you, that's gone. Okay, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Just reminded me. I'm like, oh yeah, that hasn't happened for a while. I mean, I think the very rare. We always have somebody in our house, yeah. um, which is quite odd
2: <laughs> compared
1: to what we used to. Yeah. And I think uh, that's probably the first thing when you think, oh my gosh, I've got the house to myself. I can have sex anywhere. Uh, but with children, that's really tricky, you know. And and I think. Um, yeah, you sort of night time becomes a thing, whispering, which is quite funny, and then trying to sort of all that role playing. I think really helps. Yeah, yeah. you know when I sort of said to you, you've got to reframe. I've spent a lot of time, you know, a lot of moments in sex where I just have to go, I feel tired. I don't feel fantastic. But I've got, to, I've got to, try. and actually, if you can reframe and make your mind think about it, then suddenly you will feel better and
0: you will feel yeah. sexier. I think it's like going to the gym, right? Sometimes you're just absolutely not in the mood, yes. so tired. Yes. But then after you go to the gym, you're like, no, I felt yeah. great. Oh my gosh! And let
1: me tell you, I think, because sometimes when you don't have sex for a while, and you know, to be honest with you, there are times because you, I think also it's getting older. Yeah, I think, you know, back to my times when I was in my 20s, I'm like, what, what was I doing? <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, well, that's interesting. So, yeah, going back to like at that 10-week point, you just mm. mentioned like, mm. you mentioned three things. I think there's three themes are really clear. It's the relationship with your husband. Mm. It's about a mindset and it's also about your physicality and yes. your physical yes. uh, presence. Um, what kind of happens after that 10 weeks? Like 10 weeks, you're kind of there. You're like, okay, we got one out. Yes, We're good. <laughs> yes. We're good. W- w- what comes after yes. that? got like, so a good,
1: really great question and I think that then you have to at that point you have to schedule it in which Mm. is a bit sad because you've gone the spontaneity is gone because Mm. you're you're so mechanical about the things that you need to do so you have to feed you have to do this you have to do that i mean the other thing that was interesting was um because of course my doctor was saying to me you need to have contraception and so I was like, really? And so I didn't want to have contraception again, and we've never done condoms because okay. I find them awful. Yeah. So uh, I was then like to my husband, "You need to do the withdrawal method." So then we had this funny <laughs> the <thing>. withdrawal
3: <laughs> method sounds very scientific when you say that. Pull it out like you're sixteen. Pull again. it out, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. literally, and that was and it was hilarious, and so we did that for a long patch and then but we used to make a joke of it because I used to say it's as if like we're in a porn film uh, yeah. so then we created yeah, so then we yeah. created these like we' you know I think it's the imagination where uh, we'd have so we'd also created names for each other. <laughs> <laughs> where I was this uh, like porn queen and Ooh. I had this porn name. So often, you know, he'd say, is so-and-so coming tonight? And I said, <laughs> uh, she's not coming. She's she's out. She's, she's- totally busy and uh, you have to schedule time with her because... She's very popular at the <laughs> moment. <laughs> so that, yeah. that, So we created this sort of, uh, these alter egos, I don't know if that's what you call them, yeah. all these characters. Yeah. And so it, it broke the ice, because sometimes we wouldn't have sex for a long time. And when I say a long time, I know you're thinking, how long is that, like a day? No, I'm, I'm talking like maybe two weeks, three weeks, right. four. And, and for some couples, it's months, right? Yeah. But to me, the longer that goes, it's more uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it means you're not connecting physically and I do believe that we, as humans, we, that's what we are made to do, right? So yeah. I do believe that you, ha- you I don't want to say you have to have sex, but, that, but I cool, think... We're
3: kind of biologically designed, biologically designed. even yeah. from a neurochemistry point of view. The way your body responds to physical interactions, totally. whether it's sex, touch, or anything else, totally. is, is completely designed yeah. to do one thing, totally. which is reproduce, etc. Exactly, yeah. and I
1: think you know there'd be times that you'd be touchy at each other, and I, you know, I have this great girlfriend from New York and she'd say to me, you just need to have good sex. That's what it is. You're angry because you haven't yeah. given it. And you know when you yeah. say where, like when you're talking about the workout, when you have sex, where sometimes you don't feel like it and then you do it and you're like, oh, my God, thank God. Firstly, we've had sex. <laughs> yeah. so, and, oh, my God, I feel really good. Yeah. And I'm connected to you again. And then the next day is better because you have gone somewhere together, you've shared, I don't know, I have this thing where if you both have an ecstasy moment together, that then you're connected again, and I think these connections are really, really important because when you miss out on those, then there's so many other factors. So, yeah, so we had these role plays of these characters yeah. and, and it'd be hilarious. Or, you know, we'd have these signs that if, you know, someone does this on your arm that, you know, oh, uh, it's time oh, to... Secret signals. Yeah. Secret signals. And, and
3: that's great because, you know, I think what we were talking about uh, in the last episode was about communication and mm-hmm. how important that is. So I just learning all these other communication things, mm. I'm like, oh, yeah. Mm. Like, I, yeah. you know, it, it sounds so simple, but mm. I guess unless you're conscious of it and you're framing it and like that. And you
1: have to... Because you know, sometimes I think with, with kids you're tired and there's so many things and sometimes it all just gets too much and sometimes you don't like your partner because they've been out and they've been doing, you know, they've been, they've been having a great time or whatever and then you're at home and you're like, ugh. Yeah. And so you get, you know, like classic thing I find with married couples um, is that, you know, the partner will go out for a bender and then the partner is pissed off because you've been out having a great time. Now, so the reality is... You're pissed off because I want to have that great time with my partner. And yeah. then you're out having it with someone else or other people. Yeah. Yeah. So, why am I making you, why am I making a positive into a negative? Because actually, the reality is when you come home, I want to be with you. Like, yeah. I wanted to spend that time with you. Yeah. And I wanted to have that connection with you. And I don't want to miss out. So, don't make them feel bad, but then just turn into a positive and say, you know, because you had that, can, can we make time to have t- time together? You know, yeah. Yeah. and I think that is where you have to in with kids. Uh, you have to learn how to create the magic. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and whatever way you do that, everyone's different. But you have yeah. to. You have. You have to think about it. Sadly, yeah. I mean, and there'd be definitely times that we hadn't. Yeah, and you can feel the. And then we'd say, I mean, we used to have this. <laughs> when I used to travel a lot we'd have there was this lady who had this shop and um, downstairs of the apartment that we lived in and you know she had no teeth and she wasn't too attractive
2: <laughs> okay. so how are I these things connected
1: no, no, <laughs> i oh oh and so one so, day we so asked her into the bedroom <laughs> no we go back to the bedroom so then often if I'd been away my husband would say to me uh, thank God you're back, because the the lady in the electrical shop is looking quite good. She was starting to look attractive. I was like, okay, I know I'm in trouble when she's more attractive than me. Yeah. So, you, but you've got to pull yeah. things around. You've got to yeah. tr- keep making jokes of it. And then sometimes yeah. you do have to say to each other, Hey, we actually need to make time.
0: Yeah. So, last question, I think, from a lot of the couples that I talk to with kids, and yeah. I'm gonna turn this question to you, Zasha especially after you've had multiple kids mm-hmm. and, and where scheduling the sex now becomes you know more of the norm than mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. before. Exactly. What are some sort of sexy date night ideas that mm-hmm. we can maybe use to sort of excite and inspire, you know, some of the couples who are listening to this show who want to have sexy date nights but maybe because sex is so far down the list yeah. with with, you know, routine and practicalities and stuff and they don't really have the time to think about it. Mm. Do you have any?
1: I mean, I think what would be great is to have... To send your children off somewhere <laughs> yeah. to, okay. bo- farm. to
0: boarding school, to
3: a
2: farm, okay. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: some kind of labour farm. We like, are working. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> this is age-dependent on your child. <laughs> yeah. Please don't it's, put I'm your infants outside. Yeah,
1: there's, there's babies like in the middle of a field. <laughs> oh, what happened? Oh, yeah, I heard this talkback talkback show. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <laughs> but, I don't know if you've got family uh, or you've got friends or you know, beg and borrow. And just say, and then do something that you used to do mm. when you didn't have kids. Like for, for my husband and I, we love going out, partying and dancing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's nothing better to go out dancing and then coming home and then, you know, having yeah. great sex. And and to do that, knowing that you don't have to wake up at five thirty in the morning Mm. when you've just got home at five, is really refreshing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but Uh, clearly we're very lucky here in Asia, right? Oh, exactly. Have helpers, but you know, but not everyone has that luxury. No,
1: and I think uh, back home, I would then ask for help. Like I would Mm. either with family, Mm -hmm. um, so that someone. Can I, I've got friends who they, they drop the kids off. I mean, I, my you know my my mum's not able to look after my children either. My husband's mum, so it would have to you ask friends. Yeah. Can you take my children for a night? Yeah. I'll pick them up at four in the afternoon. Yeah. Or that then gives you a really good amount of time, yeah. and you can chill, you can chat, whatever it takes. You know, you, you've got to sort of break the routine, get out of your house because yeah. yeah. your house is stuck with it's it's the the same thing that yeah. you do all the time. Yeah. So yeah. go and do some, something different. I don't know whether you go out and, um, you know, go dance, go to a hotel. Mate, you might not be able to afford a hotel, but yeah. somewhere where, I don't know, even where you go.
0: Picnic in the garden. Picnic in
1: or, the garden. Or yeah. even at night, you know, you go and, something that you did when you were a yeah. date, you go and sit in a park bench and just, you know, kiss all night yeah. or whatever, you know. Yeah. Something that makes you even if it's you start off going for a walk somewhere yeah right? change your
3: environment change, change
1: your, your environment and change your role
0: get out of mummy and daddy mode, get out right? of role yeah yeah that's, that's yeah. what you're saying with the role play yes. and with yes. your porn star yes. <laughs> name and stuff but that's what i yes. hear a lot of people just get so stuck in the totally. mummy and daddy role and totally. it consumes them and,
1: and also i think because you know we we have help yeah so I've got somebody who will clean my house. Mm. But when you're doing all of that routine, yeah. you've got to not think tomorrow I've got so much on. Yeah. So make sure that you've got the day off so yeah. you're not thinking tomorrow I've got to do the washing and the, 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 and then I've got the kids that have to do this, 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 this. <gasps> yeah. See if you can schedule it. But you have to schedule it. You have to plan it. Isn't yeah. it funny? Like we will make time to go and get, I don't know, your hair done or... I don't know something yeah. or whatever.
2: <laughs> I don't know.
1: Yeah. But you've got to you've got to work on it. Yeah. People say, "Oh my gosh, you've got a great marriage." Yeah, because I really focus on it. It's like anything. When you put your energy towards it, it will be better. If I don't, if I think it's just going to happen, it's not.
0: Yeah. And revisiting something that you did maybe in the early days of your relationship, you know, whether that's sort of sexting or sending yes. naughty pictures, yes. not wearing yes. underwear for yes. the day. Whatever. I Absolutely. mean things that you used to do that sort of bring back totally the, the spark in life, that's so critical. And as you have well.
1: to not think that you're being stupid either. Because I think yeah. as you get older you think, Oh my goodness, that's just tragic. You again reframe your brain and think, This is going if I really want to create this or maintain this relationship. I have to think of something. And then surprise, you know, your partner, particularly, if you've been this mummy who's been busy and washing and cleaning and then suddenly, you know, you surprise your partner when they come home you've got no underwear on, they're like, oh, my God, where have you been all my life? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. Or explore something new, right? I mean, explore something even new. though you've been with someone for a really, really long time, there must still be things out there that maybe oh, you might have thought, "Oh, maybe I would like to try that yes. one day." Yes. You
3: know? Did you find you tried more things sexually after children at all, or had you covered a lot of ground? Because I, I know you mentioned, you
1: know, we um, were together
3: for what ten years. Yeah, we
1: were together about t- yeah ten years. Yeah, ten years before exactly before we had kids. Mm. So. Uh, we had explored a lot, and I think that intermittently after kids, we explored bits and pieces. But probably yeah. not as much as we had before. Yeah. But I think also to not to not say, "Oh, we used to do that."
3: Yeah, I mean, like don't get yeah. don't get lost. In I, things yeah.
1: like I'm forty five. Yeah. I'm not going to die tomorrow. Touch word. Yeah. Uh, so there's actually still time in my life just yeah. <laughs> to, to explore things. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just think decades decades and yeah. i think as long as you don't put the wall down and say now i'm playing this role and this is the role i'm going to play for the rest of my life now i'm like, a actually, rather than now yes. i'm,
3: I'm you know, still a woman
1: i'm still a woman and i still need to figure out how i can still be fabulous yeah. and and uh yeah that that takes effort right you've yeah. got to want to do that and but also that's You know, I think that is the beauty in life where you just keep recreating yourself and say, okay, well, that was that chapter. So now who am I going to be now? Do it, you know, do it.
0: Thanks so much to Zosh for inspiring me and Jai. I think (laughs) we're very inspired, right? Like my whole
3: perception has changed in just an hour. Yeah,
0: and I think I'm a lot less fearful than even just an hour ago before coming into this show. And I think it shows everybody who is listening that we all want to get better in bed even if you are in a couple situation and with kids, you want to get better in bed, Sash?
1: Always. <laughs> <laughs>